Welcome to High Vibin' It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life, manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life? Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of High Vibin' It. I am Lindsay, certified hypnotherapist and success alignment coach. And I am Kelsey Aida, inspirational blogger and author. And today we are here talking about this very taboo, very popular, very, I don't know, I guess it could be controversial because some people are passionate about it, topic, which is manifesting your ex. Now, Lindsay and I are both in agreement that it's not a great idea and we're going to tell you why, but First, we want to acknowledge that if you are listening to this episode because you want to find out how to manifest your ex or even just how to manifest a specific person, we know that you're probably in a lot of pain and there's a big part of you that thinks or is trying to convince you that if I get this person back, it will fix my pain because at least when I was with this person, I was in less pain than I am in at this moment right now. And so your brain is scrambling, trying to do anything to save you from this uncomfortable change because change and growth is very, very uncomfortable. Think of the metaphor of the butterfly in the cocoon. In order for it to transform from a caterpillar into a butterfly it has to push so hard and be so compressed in its little cocoon that moment right before it bursts into a butterfly can you imagine how painful that probably is how intense it is how you can't see what's outside of the cocoon you don't know it's going to get better but you're doing this natural thing called evolution which change can be scary and uncomfortable and we just want you to know that we're not diminishing your pain and we have totally been there because everyone's been heartbroken and scared and not wanted to change anytime you hurt anytime you are hurt mentally or physically you look for the for for the fastest way to ease the pain so if you have neck pain or shoulder pain you're going to take a pain med probably if you prick your finger you're going to go get band-aid you're going to clean it you're going to try to make it better so anytime emotionally when you are wounded your wonderful mind that's always working for you and trying to keep protect you is going to look for a way to to ease that pain and usually that means let's just hit undo (laughs) let's hit undo on this relationship rift let's let's just go back and do the same thing over where sure it might feel better at first of course anytime i've gotten back together with exes before and it feels amazing in the first like maybe a couple <laughs> weeks and then it totally does. kind of goes back to normal or what your version of normal is within that relationship. And that's just, yeah, if nobody's changing, nobody's changing. You know what I mean? Nothing changes if nothing changes. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's usually not a great idea. If, if the relationship ended, it it's ended probably for- a reason. And probably a really good reason. Yeah. And here's the thing. There's a 50-50 chance that you ended the partnership, assuming that there's two people in this partnership. So if you were the one who ended the relationship, then remember why you ended it. Okay? Before you try and go manifesting your ex back, think to yourself, 
why did I want to end this in the first place? And be honest, like be real with yourself. And then you'll be like, oh yeah, I made the right decision. Or if you're in the opposite spot where you were the one who got dumped, which is such a shitty feeling. I'm very sorry. I mean, both are both suck. Like it both sucks hard. to break someone's heart and it sucks for your heart to be broken. So either way, it's a hard situation to be in. But if you're the one who got broken up with, I feel like it can be a little bit easier to be like, oh, I need this person. I want them yeah, back. because you don't see it coming usually, you know? Yeah, because you don't see it coming. Up, you see it coming. But if you're mm-hmm. the one getting the shaft, it's like – Get blindsided. It sucks. You feel so unwanted. If only they'll take yes. me back. If only they'll want me again. But here's the thing. And be honest with yourself. Do you really want to be with a person who told you flat out that they did not want to be with you. Do you want that? Do you want a life where you're with someone who doesn't even want you? No. I mean, of course you don't want that. Maybe emotionally you'll try and trick yourself into saying yes. That's going to lie to you just to get you to feel better. Truly. Like we love our emotions. Our, Our emotions are really good compasses that will tell us, where we're lacking and where we, what we need more of and, and how we need to grow inside. But they will also lie to you if it makes the, if it feels like that's, what's going to fix whatever's broken, they will make you feel like, well, this is going to fix everything. And, and it doesn't always. So there's a really good way to do this. And I think you kind of touched on it. I would write it all down, make a list why we broke up and you can put their name in there or not. doesn't matter really, unless you prefer it. And then just make a list of all the reasons why it wasn't right. Even if they said, I don't want to be with you, there's a reason why it's not right. Write that shit down. Huge red flag reason not to be with someone. <laughs> or if they cheated on you, 100% write that down. And then just go back and read it. I would do this, you know, if you do this a lot, you can write it right after the breakup and then you can have it with you. But not everyone feels like that. And there's probably somebody in there in your mind right now that maybe you broke up a couple months ago or even a years ago um, where you just didn't have the list, but write it down now, write it down. Remember why you broke up. There's an episode of how you met your mother where they do this exact thing. And I just think <laughs> it's brilliant. And they, they, they break up, they write it. It was after like three or four times of breaking up. I don't even remember who it was. Cause everybody dates everybody on that show at some point. Um, but write down the list, make all these reasons. And then he goes back and he like, keeps it in a drawer and he's like, if you ever want to get back together with so-and-so, read this letter. And so mm-hmm. he pulls it out, he reads it, and then he gets so mad again about all the reasons they broke up and he's like, I'm never going to get back together. <laughs> so it's perfect. So that's a really good way to just remember because you're not remembering all the details. You're remembering how good it feels. You're remembering all the good times. You're not remembering all of the illogical can't even talk to this person. Our communication has broken down. We haven't had sex in weeks. That kind of stuff is what you need to remember. Here's the thing. When you are coming out of a breakup or I guess into a breakup, however you want to phrase it, you've just broken up. You're feeling really hurt. Your brain plays tricks on you. And you know that feeling when Okay, let's say you break up with someone. For six months, you've been super unhappy. You finally have the courage to pull the plug. You're going to free yourself, liberate your life. And all of a sudden, right after you break up with this person, you feel like, oh, shit, I messed up. 
and your brain tries to show you all the moments when you had such a great time and your first kiss and your first date and when everything was lovely dovely and it was just the best thing that ever happened to you and you can't even see the reasons why you broke up with this person. You can't. Or, or maybe even that the reasons don't seem that bad anymore. Like maybe you see them, but they're so. Justify it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So your brain plays tricks on you because it just thinks that any type of change is a threat. So to your brain yeah. and to your subconscious mind, and Lindsay can speak more to this, anything that is unknown, which would be your future without this person is an unknown, is a threat to your immediate survival. And not in real life, it's not, but in your brain it is. In your subconscious mind, it thinks, oh my God, I'm gonna die because I don't know what's gonna happen. So from a survival standpoint, you can see why your brain would try and trick you and be like, get back with this person, get back with this person, get back with this person. It's the only way to stay safe. But that's not actually true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, exactly. It's just like with anything. It's just like, well, I, with anything in the subconscious that you've learned is true, anything that goes against that is dangerous. So until you decide it's not, it's just about practice, you know, Um, the more you remind yourself okay, subconscious, thank you, but I'm not supposed to be with this person because, or obviously I'm not supposed to be with them because this reason, that reason. Um, They told me they didn't want to be with me. They told me that they were sleeping with their secretary, whatever it might be. Those are valid reasons. And I think it was, I was just telling Telsey this, um, wasn't it Crystal, the guest we had on, the relationship coach that said something to the effect of emotional love without using your logic and reason, or rather, Emotional love that goes against your logic and reason uh, is irresponsible. So if you feel gutted when you break up with them and you feel like you have never loved anybody the way that you love this person, that's not the end-all be-all. <laughs> that that's normal. It's normal, but it cannot be because, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I've never felt this way before, so it must be the person I'm supposed to be with. Not necessarily. Because there are 7 billion, almost 9 billion people, I believe, in the world. And thousands and thousands of them are just in your town. Um, the odds go against that. You will feel like that again. And if, and if that person that you love more than anyone you've ever loved before, so they must be the person, if that person belittles you or doesn't communicate with you or you know, does these things that go against your boundaries or what you've decided you deserve, because that's a decision too, um, they're not the right person. End. The end. If you can find somebody that you love and that also respects and loves and cherishes you and nurtures you the way that you need, that's your person. And that person is out there. And they're, they're hurtling towards you faster than you can even imagine once you decide that you are ready for that. True? Yes. Yes. And I'm sorry if we're giving too much tough love in this episode, but like we just got to keep it real because we've all been there. We we have all been there. I've even been there recently, which we can get into my story later if you guys are curious. But like we really want what's best for you. And in this episode, we're trying to save you from yourself, (laughs) essentially, because there's a, a lot of reasons why manifesting an ex is a bad idea to begin with and even if you try to do it it doesn't work like you're just setting yourself up for failure because everyone has free will and your manifesting power cannot override someone else's if they want to be with you and you want to be with them then congratulations you have both manifested each other and it's all in alignment if you want to be with them and they don't want to be with you 
if they're not manifesting you at the same time you're simultaneously manifesting them, then it's not meant to be and that's okay because that just means that there is a better match for you waiting on the other side of all your uncomfortable pain. So would you rather go backwards and settle or would you rather stick it out, work through the pain, learn a lot, grow really fast, become your own soulmate in order to manifest a new soulmate? Or here's the thing. You can manifest an ex. It happens. Like sometimes exes come back. Sometimes you really are meant to be together. But it's not something you have to do on purpose or intentionally. So what you want to do in this place, if you're feeling like you want partnership, is intend for how you want the relationship to feel and how you want it to be. And let whoever shows up, show up. If your ex can come in and fill those requirements, then the universe will put them back in your life. If your ex can't and you're matched up to that new higher vibrational frequency and you're ready for that new chapter, then somebody new will come in. So either way, it's not like you're going to be alone forever, even though I know your brain is tricking you into thinking that you will be. You won't be. (laughs) Look, if I knew when I was feeling my biggest heartbreak and when I was feeling so alone and like I would not only that I would never find the person, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to feel like I was starting over. I didn't want to feel like I was doing all this work just to figure out someone else and really get to know someone else. I didn't want to do that. I already had put in all this work, and that can be what it's about sometimes. I'd already put in all this work to know this person. I I figured out, I studied this person. I know this person. I know how they take their coffee. I know what they like to do during the day. They know my favorite color, that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's hurtful more, not just because you feel like you're going to be alone, but also because this person that knows you so well decided not to be there anymore. So if I'm going to put myself out there and really have somebody get to know me, what if I just get rejected again? It must mean that I'm not deserving of love or I'm not good enough for love. But back to what I was originally saying, if I knew what was ahead of me, I would not have wasted one single tear on those people. I just wouldn't because if I knew that in a few years I would have three amazing children with an amazing man and be super duper happy, I would not, there would be no reason to waste another second on that sad feeling when I knew how amazing it would be in the future. And you, everybody listening, whether you have it now or it's something that you want, it is there. It's ready for you. You just have to decide that you're ready for it. And for so long, I was wasting my time and wasting my energy on these people that just didn't deserve it. It wasn't that I didn't deserve them. They just simply did not deserve me. They were not a match. They weren't a match. Simple. Very objective right now. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, that's, it's just true. You know, and, and all, all I want to impress upon the people listening is like, it's there. It's ready. You can be as happy as you want to be. You just have to figure it out. And I drew this while you were talking. But if you're not watching, there's a reason why an X (laughs) is the letter X. And I put in a big red pen because energy is everything. And there's a reason why we name those people X's. What is X? Cross them off. Yeah. What is X? Done. It means no. It means stop. It means like stop. (laughs) That's that's what the X means. Um, Anytime you want to like, have check it off your list or have somebody stop doing something you write an x right 
Yeah. And the ex is like holding your arms up in front of your heart. Like, no, don't stay away, disengage. And the thing is like, like I said before, there are instances where people get back together and it's a different relationship, right? It it evolves. It's grown. Both people have grown. They end up together forever. And that's great. Like a a lot of happily married couples have a story where they broke up right before they got married temporarily or whatever, you know, people make mistakes, but for you to be in this disempowered state where you feel so desperate mm-hmm. that you need this person, that's what we're trying to free you from today yeah. with this episode. If it's ever coming from a place, like we say this so many times, right, Kels? If it's ever coming from a place of desperation or need, don't do it. It's a bad idea. So wait till you're in a space where you can feel better. Wait, wait till you're in a space where you can just be open to the possibility and then start there. Don't start from this desperate need of I'm going to die if I don't do this. Yeah. And when we come back from the break, we are going to touch on breakups, maybe some healing modalities that can help you at this time and what to do instead of trying to manifest your ex because you still need to focus your energy somewhere, right? If you're trying to create something new. Yeah. So we're going to give you some tips. We're going to keep this party going. That. Yeah, we're going to keep this party going. See you guys on the other side of the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to High Vibe In It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we're back. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, Kelsey and I are talking about how not to manifest your ex and why it's a really, really bad thing to do most of the time. Um, So during the break, we talked about how it would be really great to bring up the grieving process. Like um, any kind of relationship that's important to you, if that relationship ends suddenly, whether 
through actual death or just an ending, a parting of ways, you need to go through some version of the grieving process in order to be able to heal. That is very, very, very poignant. And I think it's something we definitely need to talk about. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Kels. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So like we said earlier, if you're listening to this, you're probably in a lot of pain and we totally feel for you because we've all been there. And even I was there really, really recently. And I know that I've unintentionally manifested two different exes back into my life on two separate occasions. And we ended up getting back together. And it's not that it wasn't meant to happen that way because we still had more unfinished business to do with each other. And that was probably in the soul contract and it's all fine how it worked out, but we're not together long-term anymore. So if you're trying to get back with your ex, you can be with them together forever. It's not necessarily guaranteed because that just means that the universe knows better than you. And that's where trust and faith comes in. And that is, Okay, I'm going to pivot left here and take hard left and we're going to talk about self-love because here's the thing. When you practice self-love and you can hold space for heavy emotions in your body and you can soothe yourself, you actually don't even have to trust that your life is going to work out because you trust that no matter what life puts you through, you can handle it and you will be okay because you know how to love yourself, which is why I was so inspired to create Radical Self-Love, my online course that I'm always encouraging you guys to enroll in because I'm not scared of outcomes anymore. I'm more free than I've ever been because I've been so disappointed and my heart has been ripped out of my chest so many times and I've made it through and become stronger every round that this happened. And now I'm not so afraid of outcomes and I'm not so scared of my life because I know that no matter what happens, it's to empower me and that I can handle it because I've done it before. So use these breakups as a way to empower you in the long term. Of course, you're going to be in a disempowered state right after a breakup. You're going to be sad. It's going to hurt even physically in your chest. It's going to hurt. That's why they call it heartbreak. You know, it's going to feel heavy. It's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to suck. It's going to suck and it's going to be so, so shitty. But on the other side are a lot of lessons, a lot of blessings, a lot of growth and a lot of up leveling because chances are This dream relationship that you want, if you were the person who could handle it, you would already have it. But the universe and your life is grooming you to become this awesome partner for the awesome partner that you're calling in. And so you're not always going to get that right away because you might not be ready You might have to go through some relationships to learn through trial and error, through life experience, how to become better and how to up level so that when this new awesome relationship comes in, you are the person who can sustain it. Yep. Handle it. I'm going to use the money analogy. So let's say you are super rich and you don't have to worry about money ever because you know you always have enough. If you have to have an unexpected expense of a few thousand dollars, you're not going to think twice. Paying bills, you're not going to think twice. Love is the same way. Money is energy. Love is energy. If you have enough love for yourself, you're not going to care or be too worried about what the outcome of your life is going to be because you know that eventually it's going to come to you. I'm going to be completely honest. I 
want to say, as much as I want to say that I went through this whole process of like figuring out who I was and loving myself and really making the choice that, you know, um, the next person that comes into my life is going to be the, is going to be the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with and is going to treat me like they would want to be treated, you know, that kind of thing. And we're going to have this mutual partnership. I want to say that that was like a huge, like soul evolution for me, but I, it wasn't, it really wasn't. I had always had a crush on him <laughs> and we always had a mutual crush on each Her other. Her husband. She's talking My husband. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, but we never really did anything about it because we were always in other relationships. Once I get out of that final relationship, I was like, where is Abel? I need to find him. And that's, those were my first words. I got to my friend's house who was having like an, a Los Angeles orphan Christmas party, which is a thing that people do when they are by themselves in Los Angeles. They all friends get together and do like this Christmas thing. Um, I said, where's Abel? But he was at home with his family for the holidays. So I was texting him like, where are you? What are you doing? And I just wanted to be around him, right? Because I knew like I didn't have any other thing going on. But even then I was like, I can't marry this guy. I actively said that to myself. I can't marry this guy. He's a waiter. Like, I know we're kids, but like, he doesn't really have, I'm a waiter. Like, we don't have real jobs right now. I work in retail. This is so silly. Um, but it just kind of evolved into a thing where, how could I not be with this person? And that's how it should be. It's not, yes, logic and reason play their role very importantly. But if I was only going by logic and reason, I probably wouldn't have given him more than two weeks because it just wasn't in my head wasn't viable. But, um, luckily my son was like started, he, he, I got pregnant with my son and it, I totally believe he kept us together because he was like, guys, ready or not, I'm coming. And we were like, Oh, we got to get our stuff together and get, you know, real jobs. And I think that it just worked out the way it was supposed to. And I'm still evolving in this relationship. I'm, and you can't not, I'm still figuring out who I am. He's figuring out who he is. And, mm, you know, our son was such a blessing and it really showed us who we could be. And it showed us, you know, I got into hypnosis after he was born. My husband got this amazing job that he loves after he was born. Like we got our shit together and we decided that we were going to be a family. And I've, it's, it's just, it worked out perfectly, exactly the way it was supposed to be without any intention from me. I'm glad that I got out of my own way on this one because if I yeah, was like, you didn't I have to, to try, find, right? It just need, all lined up. I need to go find, yeah, I need to go find somebody who has, you know, whatever the reason might be, has money or I need to go find somebody who has their shit together already. I would probably be unhappy, but we grew together. And so every relationship is different. Every single situation is different, but you know, in your heart of hearts, where you are in that relationship, whether you're in one or whether you just left one or you're still grieving one, make a list of what you miss about that relationship maybe. Not only why you broke up, but what do I want to bring more of in my life? Do I miss them surprising me with gifts or really showing affection or things like that? And that's what you can decide to bring in more of too. So it's not just why do I not want this person? It's what do I want from that relationship that I can manifest into an even better one? When you're ready to reflect back on the relationship from a more balanced perspective, it's really good to take inventory of both things. Like Lindsay said, like, what did I really enjoy about this relationship? What was really fucked up or wrong or didn't work or unsatisfying in this relationship? And just look at it and see it for what it was without twisting it into this was the best thing that ever happened. This was the worst thing that ever happened. 
look at it for what it was and you'll become so much wiser, yep. so much more discerning, so much more clear about what you need and what you want. Because manifesting this soulmate or lifelong partnership, whatever you want to call it, it's going to require, the only things it's going to require from you are your intuition and your discernment. And maybe your patience, depending on how the universe wants to do this whole divine timing. And I think both are equally important, intuition and discernment. You have to be as objective as you can be while still following your inner compass because one or the other is not going to cut it. If I, I'm the person that tends to lean more towards objective, or at least I was before I got to know my husband and really got um, deep in that relationship. If I was just going by objectives, yeah, I, I, we both say that. Like, I don't know if we would have like really stuck it out because we were getting to be like, I was 26. I was like, I got to get stuff going. I got to figure this out. And he, you know, he was a waiter and I was not in the job I wanted to be in. And it's just like, you need those things. You need both of those things. Intuition was scream. I know now my intuition was screaming at me and I wasn't really listening to it. Um, and then my son was like, yeah, what, I don't know what you think is going to happen, but <laughs> I'm taking control now. And then he was born and we we're like, okay, done. We're, we're a family. And it's, it's freaking amazing. It is so amazing. So we were talking before about destiny. Um, we didn't really rec we recorded this part, but it's, it'll probably be on the extras. So, um, should I say that it'll be on the extras? Should I talk about the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Surprise. <laughs> We might have a little subscription service that we're going to put a bunch of really good stuff on. Um, but in the extras, we were talking about destiny and we're probably going to have a whole episode on destiny. I look at destiny like, you know, obviously me and Kelsey are both of the belief that we choose our life depending on what we need to learn and where we need to grow and what we need to evolve as a soul. Um, we choose the life and it's kind of like Google Maps <laughs> in my head. It's like Google Maps. So if I want to go, I use the example of Yosemite. I'm going to put the point on the map and I'm going to have all these different routes that are, that'll get me to that destination. And you can take whichever route you want. Some people take the huge and the painful route. Some people take the, you know, unintentional route. Some people take the very intentional route. Um, anytime I have like deja vu, I, f I feel like that's uh, the roadmap or the sign on the the sign on the freeway that's like yes you're going in the right direction 12 more miles or whatever that's to me what that is and so it can't be anything else because that's what i know it is and it's different for everyone those road signs are going to show up differently for every person um but the destination is destiny right the destiny is yes you will be here at the end of your life unless you are actively going against your intuition and your inner compass because that inner compass is going to take you to that destination every time and then we made the joke of like, well, unless you get off early at an exit, which unfortunately would be like exiting the life early. Do not do that because you're going to have to probably do, do it over again. Don't do it. So what Lindsay is saying here, basically to sum it up, is that there is destiny Am at play Kelsey? here. It's not just about what yes. you want and when you want it. Yeah. Okay. Because you've already chosen You've already chosen a lot of the big stuff before you even came here, but you just forgot and now you think you have no control over your life and so you're panicked and trying to control freakishly manifest everything and go on a power trip and micromanage your whole life. But you don't need to do that because you already manifested all the big important moments before you came here. So it's all already written. It's all going to happen. It's just a matter of lining up with it or sometimes 
not lining up with it and waiting your turn for yeah. it. Because if you got everything that you wanted right when you wanted it, you would be so bored and you would yeah. never grow. There would be no space in between these major moments for you to evaluate yourself, to go inward, to learn how to trust your life, to learn how to have faith, to be graceful in the process. You would rob yourself of so many opportunities if you were just a spoiled little brat who got everything you asked for all the time. Which is exactly so, what you came here to do. You came here to learn. You came here to wait. You came here to practice patience. You came here to love the wrong people and the right people and feel that contrast. You know, and also we want to take a second, I do, to honor those exes too because you chose them as your exes. In this whole life viewing and choosing, you saw that person and you're like, you are going to be the person that comes into my life for two months, six months, a year, whatever that relationship was, and you are going to teach me this. And it's a mutual... It's a soul contract. contract. Yes. Yep. That's so, what soulmates are. Soulmates are not just your husband or your wife. Soulmates can be anyone in your life who you guys got together before you came down to earth and you were like... I'm going to be this role for you. You're going to be yep. that role for me. And we're going to help each other in these ways. And that's going to be the purpose. And it's going to be beautiful and awesome and painful. And it's going to be all the things because you know that's what we're signing up for. You know what's really cute, Kels? We got together and we're like, we're going to put on a kick-ass podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, and be best friends and be mirrors for each other. Exactly. <laughs> but we're going to put on a kick-ass podcast. Like, I have no doubt that we were supposed to, of course, we say this all the time, but we were supposed to meet, we were supposed to be besties. We were supposed to do all of these amazing things together. And the people in your life that are amazing are supposed to be in your life and they're supposed to be amazing. The people in your life that cut you off on the freeway are doing their job perfectly because you chose them to do that. And so they're acting out their role exactly the way they're supposed to. Your crazy mother is acting her role as perfectly as she can so that you can learn patience and what not to do maybe in some cases. Um, but everybody has their role and everybody is helping you learn and grow and you're helping those in your life learn and grow. And it's a mutual building up and evolution. So the X thing, yes, is, is heartbreaking and it's something that we need to grieve and it's something that we need to process through. But don't forget for one second that it was ever a mistake and don't forget that it was random or that, you know, you wasted all this time because every moment here on this earth is helping you learn and grow and what to do, you know, next time, hopefully. <laughs> Right? Hopefully. I mean, you have free will, so you get to yeah. decide how much you learn and extract from each relationship. If you decide that you don't want to necessarily evolve or learn, guess what's going to happen? You're going to manifest the same exact situation that you just went through, only a different face, same instance. Which is like, another, yeah, which is another <laughs> angle. Like, well, I didn't manifest the person X, but I definitely manifested uh, the relationship over and over. It's, it's a huge thing people come to come do hypnosis for is like, why am I repeating these patterns? What is it that I'm not doing or doing that's creating this same exact turn series of events in my life? And what can I do to stop it and bring in what I actually want to do? So it's, it's very common, you know, repeating these patterns, not just in yourself. Well, starting in yourself and then by, um, by, the result is manifesting the person who's going to give you exactly what you got last time. And then you're going to wonder one, how the hell that happened. But it's just because there's something that you're not 
you're not getting past and you so you keep attracting those energies and that's the beauty of the law of attraction because the law of attraction wants to show you what's actually going on so it reflects to you what's in your inner world in your outer world so if you keep manifesting the same relationship dynamic Mm -hmm. At some point, you're going to get sick and tired of it if it's not a good one. And you're going to turn inward and be like, okay, I'm the enough's enough. I'm the continuing factor. I'm the same person that keeps manifesting these relationships. So it has to do something with something that's happening inside of me. What is that thing? Then you go searching into your soul and you find an old wound that needs to be healed. You find um, whatever you find out what place you're actually attracting from yeah. because we've been taught that, Oh, your thoughts are enough. No, your energy, whatever's going on in your energy field yeah. is what is creating your life and which, and what is bringing you to certain timelines or not. Yeah. So that's the gift of the law of attraction. It's showing you where you are. And if you don't like it, you can change it. You can hop timelines just because you have a destiny. That doesn't mean there's only one way to get there. Like Lindsay said, you have all these different routes and you can hop off of one onto another and you can take 10 different routes to get there. And that's totally fine. Yeah. You know, that's where your free will and human manifesting powers comes into play because it's a game of alignment where you line up with different outcomes. Yeah. Nobody can really do it wrong. Um, like I said, unless you're actively going against your intuition, everybody has the right to their own path and their own process and whatever feels best for you. Sometimes what feels best is to do nothing. Um, we love doing nothing here on the show. <laughs> Me and Kelsey are very, very good at doing nothing sometimes because you freaking need it sometimes. But um, sometimes you want to do nothing. Sometimes you want to actively search out that partner. Sometimes you want to repeat the same thing because it reminds you of someone. Sometimes you want to, you know, swear off relationships for years. Whatever you want to do, if it feels like the right thing, it is the end. It's the right thing. You can't fuck up your life. Yeah. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> end of show. Um, yeah. It's, and so we were going to talk about grief. We didn't talk about grief. We're going to talk about grief in the third segment and really talk about how to move past these relationships that you know aren't right, but your, your emotions are telling you something else. So we'll be right back with more on this topic. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com. 
find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to High Vibe in It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we're back um, talking about why you shouldn't manifest your ex. We talked a lot about this and um, different ways to decide what you want instead and move from the relationship. And a big part of that is um, grieving. Got to grieve. A lot of times Mm -hmm. we miss uh, the previous relationship because we haven't really healed yet and taken from it the value and taken from it what we want to move forward with. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about without any sidebars because we've been going on tangents. I know I have this whole show. There's a lot to talk about. It's a lot. There's too much for one hour. That's why we're creating a Patreon page for you guys to go and watch extra content because at the end of each show, Lindsay and I still go on for like 30 minutes and talk about yeah. this stuff. So if you want extra content, we'll have the link soon to send you guys there. But in the meantime, let's talk about grieving. So I feel like I'm a master at transmuting the sad grief energy into something positive because in the last year of my life alone, I've had to grieve more than I ever had in my entire existence. Before I moved here to Columbus, Ohio, where I live now, I was with a person for three and a half-ish years. Before that, we had two years where we were off, and before that, we had another three years where we were on. So we were in and out of each other's lives for a very long time, in more so, in a committed partnership. And this was my childhood sweetheart. We were planning to get married, the whole thing. And it was extremely, extremely devastating for us to not end up together in the long haul. And it just turned out to be there was just some major incompatibilities and it happens. So I'm super thankful for this person. If you're listening, if you ever hear this, I love you and adore you. And I always send you love and light. And I miss you like crazy. Watch you is amazing. She even likes him. She never met him. Um, But anyway, so we ended up getting back together. It wasn't like I tried to manifest him back. It just happened really organically. Like we hadn't hung out in a while. We ended up hanging out again. And then we were like, why are we apart? We don't understand. Why did we ever break up? We're such a good match. And we got back together and whatever. That's the whole story. So when that didn't work out, that was one of the most heart-wrenching painful heartbreaking experiences I had ever been through and yeah I feel like people need to know the reason for your breakup because not all breakups end with anger or 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 you cheated on me or like these really terrible feelings sometimes um I don't know a lot about your breakup but I but Mm -hmm. I I know it the idea was you found yourself going through this huge growth and you found yourself going through this huge change and you realized that that person wasn't necessarily coming with you on that journey and that's kind of what happened to me in high school too I knew Mm -hmm. I was going um somewhere that I didn't want my now ex to go because it was for me and I knew that because I didn't want him to go that said many things about our relationship and that it was time to end it and it was very sad but it wasn't necessarily I hate you you hate me right 
No, there was no hard feelings like that. In fact, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to cry if I think about it too much. But the moment when we were breaking up was just him and I consoling each other at the fact that it was over. There was no hard feelings. It was just, okay, now it's time for us to go our separate ways. I feel like I'm evolving really quickly in this direction. You're evolving really quickly in this direction. They're not going in the same direction. And then on a really practical standpoint, there were just some things that didn't seem compatible. Like for his work, he was going to always have to live and operate in big cities and travel a lot. And I didn't want to live in a big city because that's super overstimulating for my nervous system. And I just know myself at this point. And I didn't want to marry someone who was going to be gone all the time because that's not the reason why I want to be with someone. I want to be with someone to be with them. So there was just all these things, these factors that came into play that had nothing to do with him or I, like in our love for each other. It was just that, okay, this is the end of the road. It's not compatible anymore. Yeah. So that so was super heartbreaking just because yeah. I know that a lot a lot of people are thinking, well, what if what if there's no what if there's no list? What if I can't make a list of like all the shit he did to me? Um that's okay because sometimes relationships just end and you can love that person to death. Kelsey's a great example of that. You can really honor their soul and honor what they did for you, but still know that it's not the right thing for you. Yeah, I actually have come to a point where I love all of my exes. Like I can genuinely say that I have so much gratitude and love for all of them. The most recent one, there's still bitterness. There's still bitterness in my mind, not in my heart or my soul, not in the truth of who I am, but it's just so close to me at this point in time. There's still a little bitterness, but it's nothing against him. I'm just bitter about the situation. Um, But anyway, so that grieving process was so intense, you guys. Guess what happened to me from grieving so hard? <laughs> Do I know this? Yeah, you know okay, this. But not everyone who's listened to the show knows this. So from grieving and letting myself feel the feelings of pain, the anger, the rage, the disappointment, the sadness, the mourning, all of that emotional work. And when I say emotional work, I literally just mean letting myself feel my feelings and going through the roller coaster that is healing through that process on the other side of it I started opening up to a lot of psychic abilities that I did not know that I had I basically became a psychic medium within the span of I don't know it seemed like I'm sure my whole life has been preparing me for this but it seems like just within a couple months after the breakup it was like overnight oh now you can Uh, communicate with the people who have passed over to the other side and now you're super psychic and you can read people's thoughts a lot of the times and you can see into people's memories and you can look into different timelines and all this stuff opened up for me because I was willing to go there and sit with my pain and just keep it company for a little. Now I'm not saying it's easy but I'm saying it's worth it and you'll come out the other side and you'll be okay even though it doesn't feel like you're going to be okay, (laughs) which is another reason why I created radical self-love because radical self-love is you crying to yourself in the mirror, wiping your own snot and looking at yourself and going, I'm so sorry that that this had to happen to you, but also you're going to be okay. And being able to console and soothe yourself. So that was the first really, really heartbreaking thing. Fast forward a few months later, I move here and I meet my twin flame, which of course that's just a label, but everyone's so obsessed with it that I have to insert it into this episode because it's just hilarious. I mean, you've never called it anything else. So if it, that's appropriate for you because that's what it is for you. Yeah. 
So to me, a twin flame dynamic is one that comes in and <laughs> I was going to say comes in and fucks up your whole life so that you can grow super fucking fast. <laughs> and a lot of people think that you're supposed to end up with your twin flame and some people do, um, but some people don't and the majority of people don't because it's too crazy and turbulent. And I had spiritual friends who knew more than me and they tried to save me. They were like, Kelsey, this is not your only option twin flame relationships are not sustainable. Like, um, you don't have to do this. And I was like, no, I'm doing it. I'm all in. I'm super committed, whatever. So anyway, I meet this guy and the universe totally brings us together in a very synchronistic way, which we don't have time to, to tell the whole story. But basically we date for like, I don't know, eight ish months. We fall madly in love, start planning the future together, blah, blah, blah. And then he decides that he can't be in this country anymore because he's not from here. Goes back to where he's from and here I am, single. So that disappointment of disappointment, going into a new relationship, you get so excited, you really think this is the one, you're like, wow, I see why the other one didn't work out, like this yeah. is it. And then your life is just like, uh, nope. And a huge bomb just drops on you. And so now, I mean, it's been a few months, but I'm still grieving. Like grief is a process that comes in waves, you guys. You have to understand this and you have to be easy on yourself too about it. Like right when it happens, yeah, you're going to be sad. A few weeks later, you might start to feel better and be like, oh, I'm healed. And then a week later, you feel shitty again. And you're like, I yeah, I'm healed, but I'm not. You know, and going back to your like, no wonder the other one didn't work out because this is it. Like anytime you feel like this is it and then it doesn't end up working out, it's like, if, if we're using Google Maps and we're using Yosemite as the final destination, in that moment, you feel like, oh, this must be Yosemite. I've never been here before. But it's actually a dog park. <laughs> <laughs> so don't settle for the dog park if you have Yosemite coming up. Don't settle for like the, the small town park when you know what's coming for you. You got that. mountains. You got wildlife. You got yes. breeze. You got sunshine. I know. I'm just full of great analogies. That's the most amazing analogy I've heard in a long time. Like you think it's Yosemite, but actually it's a dog park. <laughs> you're like stepping in dog shit and you're like, oh, it must be what they do here. No, no it's not okay. No. So anyway, the point of the story is I've been through a lot of grief in this last year, like way too much, more than any human should have to go through in such a short period of time. But I'm here to say that it's okay to feel your feelings. That's how you get through it. And also, it's okay to move on and to let go of this person and to treat it. I mean, you got to treat it like a death because I'm probably never going to see these people again. So to me, they might as well be dead because I'm yeah. never going to see them again. Yeah. So they, well, and, and even, if, even if you see them again, you will never have the person you envisioned as that person was. Because exactly. that's not who they are. And now you know that. And so that, that version of them is dead. And so that needs to be grieved. And a lot of times when we can't, in, including with death too, a lot of times when we can't move on, it's because we may have grieved more than anyone, but we don't have the closure, right? You need, that's what you need. So um, the closure has to come from yourself and grieving gives you closure. When you treat it like it's done, it becomes exactly. done, which is what we're getting at, which exactly. is what can help you. And before we leave everyone, we want to just remind you that you don't need to manifest your ex because the universe has it all figured out for you and it's all going to work out exactly how it's supposed to, exactly when it's supposed to. 
And my job is to do is to figure out how you would like your next partnership to feel and focus on that. Hold space for that. If it's your ex who's meant to come back, they'll come back. If it's someone new, someone new will come in. Either way, it's going to work out. And if you're having trouble with grief and you can't get the closure that you want, I mean, I've had people come to me for grief uh, hypnosis with their pets that have died. It's powerful and it does have to come from you, but there is, there are ways to get that closure and cut those ties from an ex, from um, somebody you just can't seem to move on from, whether, however they exited your life. Um, there are ways to help you through Kelsey's course, through hypnosis. I mean, that's why we're yeah. perfect together. Let us help you. All like, Lindsay, Lindsay can give you a tailored hypnosis to help you properly grieve and move on and find a closure and manifest something new. And I've created this whole course from what I've learned in the last year of how to support yourself through these heavy yes. times, how to love yourself so fully so that you don't take any breakup personally and make it about, oh, I'm not enough because that's not true. And it will help you through this phase and turn you into your own soulmate. Like how I always say, you have to become your own soulmate first, which is what I'm in the process of becoming in order to manifest your soulmate. So if that's where you are in this journey, then go check out radical self love. It's the URL is the best. No, what is it? Radical self love course.com. And to work with Lindsay, go to lindsayrobinson.com. Look, you can find us on Instagram, all the social media, send us a message, say, this is what I want, send it to me, (laughs) or how do I get there? And we can actually open a conversation and chat with you about it, which is really cool. Um, One thing I want to mention is I've been getting a lot of people, uh, listeners of the show calling or messaging me saying that they can't leave a review because I know on the last couple of shows, we've asked you to go leave reviews if you like the show. And if you don't like the show, we'd like to hear that too. So (laughs) leave a review no matter what. But um, they say they can't do it on Google or on Spotify. I don't know how the reviews work on different services. I do know that iTunes does take reviews, and you don't even necessarily have to be an Apple user, do you? You can actually just leave a review and leave like a, a tag of who you want to be, like leave a name, but you don't have to actually sign in. So if you guys go to iTunes, you can leave reviews on there. It would help us out hugely. So we would really appreciate it. Yeah, and with all that being said, we love you. We, we're sending you lots of healing vibes. Lots if you're in a sad place, just know, I guarantee you, that it's not going to last forever. You can do it, and there's no need to manifest your ex because whoever is coming next or whatever relationship you're creating next is going to be better than the next, and it's going to be better than whatever you're leaving behind. So hold yeah. your head up. You've got this. And I'm not special. Great. If I can do it, you can do it. I'm not that special. I found happiness and love and it's out there for everybody. So go get it. Decide you want it. We love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of High Vibe In It. Be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon.